Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. It's Labor Day here, 2023, when I'm recording this episode. I hope you all had a nice day off if you have a position that allows you to be off for the day. My son is with his dad this weekend, so I got a lot of free time to do my own thing this weekend. I went to a baseball game with my dad, and we just had a blast. Braves Braves and Dodgers. Braves actually won. They pulled it out in the last extra inning. So that was really fun because my dad's a major Braves fan. It was super fun to drive to Los Angeles and see the game with him, drive back, all that. What a great day. This morning, though, I woke up and I was feeling a little bit of some negative thoughts coming through. I really noticed it when Well, two things. One thing, I drove out of my complex and there's this like workout place right across the road. It seems like they do high intensity interval training there. And at one point, they always are running up and down the hill right by my house. So when I leave my complex at different times during the day, there's people running by like a bunch of them and sporadically. So sometimes I'll get stuck like between the runners and this morning, and you know, normally I just wait and I'm not that bugged by it. And it's usually not that many people either. But this morning I was waiting at the crosswalk at a stop sign and there was like one and then two and then three and then four and then two more people and then someone on the other side coming across. And like, it felt like I was there forever. I was starting to get annoyed. And that's when I realized, you know, I'm not really in the best mindset right now. And so I I was on my way to the gym. I went to the gym while I was doing my harder part of the workout or the weights and going up the step mill. I was like, maybe I'll just skip yoga today. You know, like, I really want to get some other things done. And then I That's to me like a negative thought coming in because when my brain tries to tell me I'm too busy to do yoga, then I know now that that means I actually need yoga more than anything at that time. So I told it, no, we always go to yoga on Mondays and Saturdays and we're not saying no to it anymore because... I need to get my body in shape, stay in shape. I finally have gotten my body back in shape. Last spring, I got a little bit out of shape, wasn't looking as good, wasn't feeling as good. And this summer, I really worked hard to get myself back in gear. Now I'm feeling back to be myself again. I'm like, okay, I really don't want to backslide. So I went to that yoga today and it was hard to get in there. It was hard for me to stay those first 15 minutes, but I got to go to the earlier class today, the 11 o'clock instead of the 4.30 since I didn't have to work. And the 11 o'clock teacher is amazing. It's hard though, you know, but I was proud. I got through every single rotation. I, I didn't do any extra child's poses. That's what I sometimes do when I'm really tired. 
And that's okay too. I'm like, as long as I stay in there the whole hour, I can go into child's pose if I want to. That's my deal with myself, you know, and I'll come back when I can. But I got through the whole workout today. I felt so strong. And um, I have kind of like a little injury on my left foot too. So that was helping stretch out. I think it's kind of like a stretching thing. I've been hurting a lot and I'm like not willing to give up running. Um, I don't know. I might have to, but I did not run yesterday. I've been stretching every day. I'm hoping to get rid of this little injury. So anyway, my point is, is that I told my brain, no, we need to go to yoga. We need to do our things to get back in a good mindset. And after I was done with that hour of yoga, I felt so much better. I didn't feel as many negative feelings come in my head. You know, look at that. I can change my situation. I can change the thoughts that come into my brain. So that goes into what I was going to talk about today. And that's Things can actually be easy. So this is a thought that we can have in our head. I know the older me or the past me used to think that if I really wanted a better house or a better car or a better job or if I wanted to follow my dreams of becoming a writer, if I wanted to do this, that things were going to have to be really hard. I just always had that idea in my head that I was going to have to work double jobs if I ever wanted that dream to make to happen. I was always, you know, thinking of me staying up late at night to get things done and feeling exhausted the next day. Like that was the picture in my mind of me following my dreams. When if I look back now at my last three years where I really started following my dreams and actively putting one foot in front of the other to create this podcast and things like that, I see that I'm not a person who will sacrifice my sleep very often, like very, really hardly ever. I am not a person that is going to push myself that hard because I know that it's not good for me and it's not good for my body to stay up late trying to accomplish something unless it's once in a very blue moon. Like last week, I actually did that because my friend Susan, who's been on this podcast, she's publishing her book. I got the advanced reader copy and I got to share a quote. Um, Maybe it'll be on the front cover of her book. We'll see. I don't know. I'll probably have her on again once the book comes out so she can tell you all about it. Um, But I got to read her. So I did stay up late that night because there was a deadline. And that was like once this whole year I've done that, I think. And um, that was worth it. But so I don't do that anymore. So this idea that things can be easy. If we just kind of think about our life, we might look at it and say, okay, I'm stuck in this rut. But how can things be easy? For me, what it took was I had to start kind of allowing the idea in that things actually could be easy. They don't have to be as taxing. And I've learned from this podcast that when I do these bits of creative things that I like to do, and I write this podcast every week and I share it and I get to talk to people about it, that actually gives me more energy than if I hadn't done it at all. Because the old me would have thought, oh, that's just like another hour or two of things to do during the week and I'll just be so tired. But it's it's because it's fun and it feels like it's in alignment with who I want to be and my purpose in life is to teach, I'm assuming, like that I'm a teacher and then I teach on this podcast things I've learned about psychology. That stuff makes me energized and that stuff makes life worth living. So therefore, it is pretty easy in a lot of ways. Yeah, there were little steps here and there that I had to learn things and that was hard and I had to get through them. But as I learned and I keep doing it, I'm continuing, it's it's actually not that hard. It's just I have to keep up with it. 
I know the benefits of it, so I can continue to do it. So I wanted to share like three or four things that I noticed when I started to allow the belief in that I heard, I think, first from Kathy Heller, that things can actually be easy. If we're going to start on our path of creativity and we want to follow our dream of some sort, then we just need to take the first step. What's, and she always would say, what is the first easiest step that you can do right now? So one of my dreams that doesn't have to do with my creativity necessarily is that I really want to go to Peru. I want to hike up Machu Picchu. I love hiking. I think it looks beautiful there. I like ruins. I love speaking Spanish. Like So it's just the perfect place for me. I've always wanted to go. That's a dream of mine. So what is my first easiest step that I can do to go to Peru? Well, so I think this month for my goal setting workshop that's coming up on Wednesday, anyone's invited. It's a free workshop every first Wednesday of the month. Let me know if you're interested. You can always DM me on Instagram. At that goal setting workshop, I think this month, instead of making it a creative endeavor for my goal, I think my goal is going to be to start researching for my trip to Peru that's going to come someday. I don't know if I'll be able to go next summer. We'll see how much money I can save and that this and that. Um, maybe this summer after. So I'm going to start putting the wheels in motion. What is the easiest thing I can do to get to Peru? This next month, I think my little smaller goals will probably be that I'm just going to sit down for 30 minutes and research what I can about what it's like to get there, how much it might cost, um, anything I can find and read on the internet about going to Peru. So that that's the first easiest step, right? And as I'm doing that, I'm visualizing myself hiking up that mountain with the green, green grass and the clear blue air. And I'm just seeing myself and visualizing myself on that hike and um, probably going to be bringing along some altitude medication because I'm assuming that I'm going to need some, but that's okay. I'll take it. It's going to work. It's going to be fine. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to meet lots of people. I'm going to get some great exercise. I'm going to learn so many new things and oh, I just can feel it right now. You know, like I want to cry because it seems like exactly what I want to do with my life. If you get into that feeling of what it's going to be like when you have that thing that you desire, like that's what we want to get to because that's when things get easy, when we can kind of visualize where we're going and start to feel the emotions of it. When I started this idea, I, you know, nothing in my life had felt that easy for a long time because I had gotten divorced and I became a single parent and getting back into the workforce after working in one district for nine years before my son was born, and then I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. And then when I was divorced, I was living in a different city, so I had to get back into the teaching. It wasn't easy to get a full-time job um, at that time. Right now, I think it's opened up a little bit with the pandemic and just a few more years of baby boomers retiring. But back then, there weren't a lot of jobs available. So I got a part-time job. Luckily, it was an amazing part-time job. I'm so lucky for that. So I can see that that became easy. I got really lucky. I you know, that fell into my lap and it was a great part-time job for the first, I don't know, three years that I, I was single momming on my own. Then um, eventually, you know, I started living 
more easily and things started to get a little bit easier here and there. And I ended up getting my full-time job. Like that kind of just fell in my lap too. Like I had that part-time job. I switched schools a couple times and did it at different schools. And then the last one was where I work now. And I was working part-time there. And the lady that had the full-time position that I would have wanted was someone who I thought she was probably going to be there for a long time. She was about my age. She seemed to be perfect at it, um, you know, getting better, enjoying it, wanting to stay there. And so I thought, huh, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, actually, I started taking some courses to try and get a supplemental degree. So like right now, I have an elementary school uh, credential, and I'm able to teach middle school because of some other details in this place. Some elementary teachers can teach middle school. There's certain ways you can. But I was already starting to look at, well, if I wanted to go back and get like a supplemental degree to teach language arts, then maybe I should do that. So I'd already taken classes to try to do that because I was thinking this job that I perfect for, I actually can't have. Um, And there was another job in another school that I applied for that was this, and I didn't get it, which I'm so grateful I didn't because I've heard that it's, that would have been a very hard course. But then this lady ended up moving to Oregon and um, buying a house, maybe because the house prices were so expensive where we were here. And she ended up moving. And then I was in that perfect place to get that job that was full time. It was just, it, it was so it kind of was easy. It was like, I already knew all the people at my school. I had already really proved myself to my supervisor. You know, that was a weird, strange synchronicity too. When just the times that he observed me, like I was, God was really with me, you know, like the universe was on my side. Things just went so perfectly in those times. And I really impressed him over the few years. Like I think at first he wasn't so sure about me because when I first was out there after my divorce and being a single mom, like I wasn't like quite the happiest person as I am more right now. Like I was more of a kind of looked like I had a dark cloud around me a little bit. Like I wasn't mean or anything, but I was definitely quieter. I wasn't as outgoing. I changed over those two years, you know, and I really proved myself. Then I got the full-time job, you know, and it was it was really hard, but I got through it. I used all my tools of when my podcast was self-care for survivors of trauma. I used all those tools that I learned about how to care for myself, to take breaks, to walk outside and get sunlight, to take deep breaths and make sure I'm not working too many hours because I needed my rest, etc, etc. So if you want to start to get into this kind of mindset of things can be easy, you just really have to start being willing, I think, to have a morning routine of some kind of prayer meditation combination. That's what works for me. Prayer does not have to be about anything religious. It can totally just be about nature or spirituality in general, which I believe is just whatever our connection is to the larger world, right? So we could pray and just think of ourselves as a beautiful, loving presence at our work. That's something I did a lot the year before I got moved into the full-time job is I would think of my workplace and I would shine my heart there and think of bringing as much love as possible to all those buildings and all those people there. And it changed me. I don't know if it changed anybody there, but it changed me. And it helped me focus and center myself about what my priority and my goal was, was to create a safe environment for my students and any others that come around me. Um, And it wasn't easy, but 
little things along the way can be easy. So it's not like all life becomes easy all at once. But I think as I stuck in this mindset, I saw more of those synchronicities coming along where things just started working out. So I just wanted to give a couple examples of that. So I said getting my full-time job. Um, when I first started podcasting, I learned a little bit from Kathy Heller. I've mentioned that before. So she's a really has a really great podcast. You can look her up. I'll put her in the show notes again. And uh, so sh- I learned a little bit from that group. And then from that group, I met a bunch of people because there were thousands of people that took that course that I took uh, three years ago from her. And I was connected to them on Facebook. And then there was this one lady there that realized she could capitalize on the fact that what we learned from Kathy Heller was not enough to actually start our podcast. So we needed more help. So she put together a class to help teach people how to podcast. And one night I just happened to talk to her on Facebook Messenger. And then she was like, let's chat. And so we you know, chatted face to face and she was so nice and, oh, I can help you do this. And I started my podcast just two months ago and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I joined her class and that's when I really did learn how to podcast. And that's when I started. This podcast was about two or three months later when she taught me all the ins and outs. So that was really synchronicity because she kind of popped up out of nowhere. And that night I just was like, let me follow this intuition and do it. And that's what I kind of have to be open to do is like when I feel like this is a good moment and I'm doing something and I I just have to really keep in touch with my intuition when I'm thinking, feeling out things are the right time to act or move. Um, that's when I do it. So finding the podcast group was a synchronicity. Another amazing thing that I would have never expected would have happened is that being a single parent, it's hard to, for me to get to go to the gym a lot. Since the pandemic, I do sometimes run. You know, I, I will run and my son, I can kind of leave him at home for a couple minutes while I go on a run and he can call me and stuff. The last couple years, I've really wanted to do yoga and things like that. And Saturday mornings is like the best time to do it um, or sometime on the weekend. So for a while, I was trying to get a babysitter Saturday mornings to get to get my workout in, like my good workout and not just going running. I needed to get in a yoga class because when I do it at home, I don't try as hard and it's just not as fun at home. It's just so much better in the yoga studio. I get a lot more out of it. And so for a while, yeah, I started trying to hire a babysitter or ask people to watch him. And it was just such a struggle to get someone to to be there while I tried to go to work out every Saturday morning. And so I kind of gave up on it for a while. And then I decided, well, let's get him into gymnastics. If I can't go to the gym, then let's start doing some gymnastics. So we'll take him Saturday mornings and I start, we started that up. And so I'd go there Saturday mornings and I get my run in later on and do my yoga at home, you know, with the, the video on TV or whatever it is at Apple. Then we realized there was a birthday party he could have at the gymnastics place. You could like rent out the whole gymnastics place for a birthday party for a couple hours. The year he turned nine, we had his birthday party there. All his friends got to see the gymnastics place that we went to. So that day of the birthday party, we had become friends recently at that time with um, a friend of his from school who had two brothers and the mom was kind of like a single mom at that time because her husband was in is in the military and he was deployed away. And so a lot of times she had, she knew what it was like to be a single mom, kind of, because she 
would have to take care of her three kids on her own while her husband was away, right? So she and I kind of started becoming friendly. And that day of the birthday party, I, the birthday party was like kind of 30 minutes away from the house where we went to gymnastics. And I said, hey, would um, this boy like to come with us? Would your son like to come with us? I'll just drive him there. And then you don't have to drive all your kids over there for the birthday party. And she was like, Oh, my gosh, thank you so much. And blah, blah, blah. So I drove him that day, even though we were kind of new friends, but she was okay with that. And then um, right after that, her husband finally came home, he was done with his deployment. And we continued to be friends and the kids loved hanging out together so much. And he started to take gymnastics with my son. And so we started carpooling, like I'd take the boys one week and then they'd take them another week. And then lo and behold, here's where the synchronicity came in. They decided to put all three of their boys in the gymnastics on Saturday mornings. And since they were already taking their three boys there, they said, Aaron, how about if we just take your son with us every week? Because we're already going to go anyway. And you know what? He gets along with them so well and I'll just take them. And so when they did that, though, their youngest son had to actually, at the same time, so originally the gymnastics was only, you know, an hour from 10 to 11 or something. And so that was already cool that they were going to take him to that. And that gave me enough time to work out. It didn't allow me to go to the yoga class, but at least it gave me time to go to the gym and lift weights, right? So that was already pretty cool. But then it was so amazing because the younger son actually had to stay in that 10 o'clock class. And then they opened up a higher level class for the other three boys that started at 11. So all of a sudden, they were picking up my son at 9.30 a.m. and not bringing him home till about one o'clock. And that gave me time to go to the yoga class that I had wanted to go to so badly. And so, you know, it's not every single week, it's most weeks. And sometimes I do take him and, you know, I some, one time I've even taken all the boys on my own. And it's, you know, how amazing is that? It's like, I really truly think I manifest, I manifested this time for myself and things got so easy, right? Like all of, all of a sudden I got somebody to watch my son for three hours in the morning and I didn't really do anything. I mean, I did by becoming friends with people and being generous and kind and opening myself up, but I had no idea that was something that was even possible, right? So things can be easier. And, you know, my job this year, all of a sudden things got a little bit easier too. I've got new colleagues that are a lot nicer than some of the ones that left last year that I've been kind of praying for those people and kind of praying that they'd find a job that worked for them. And wow, you know, life is so much better when I have colleagues that are friendly and wonderful and caring and not burnt out. And I don't want to be a colleague that's burnt out either, you know. So I really implore you to try to do some meditation in the morning. Keep your thoughts on things can be easy and start believing that that's true. We don't know how it's going to happen. We can't pinpoint or choose how things like this happen, but just keeping opening to, open to the fact that miracles can happen. Things that you never thought possible could happen if we keep an open mind. Um, there was an insight timer meditation I did this week. That's things can be easy. And so I'm going to link that in the show notes. So please try that meditation. I think you'll really enjoy it. I liked it. And then I also listened to a Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howe's 
podcast today. I don't know if you guys follow Lewis Howes, but I have really been digging him lately. And I know he's one of the top podcasts in the world. But um, he's so great. And so I'll link that too, because they really talk about how trying to center yourself on positive thoughts and stopping yourself from feeling those negative thoughts, how that really does rewire our whole body and it creates miracles in our life. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out that episode that I'm going to link below. All right, well, things can be easy. And we live in a wonderful country that we have freedom. And I'm so grateful for my freedom to podcast and my freedom to learn all these things on the internet and reading things that I love to read. Not everybody does have this freedom. I'm really glad that you're listening. Let's make the world a better place. Things can be easy. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.